Hi, this is Marnie with Maxim and Marnie, uh, a show that we get to do at Our Savior's Lutheran Church in Naperville. I get to interview people that attend our church um, and have their stories told. Maxim is a synonym for truth, and so it's an opportunity for people to share their truths. So today we have Tracy Lipkowitz with us. Welcome. Hey. Thank you. My honor. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. And I know Tracy's listened, so that is really honoring to us. So Tracy, tell us where you are from. This will be different, I think, than everybody else's answers that we've had on here. Um, I'm from Taipei, um, the capital city of Taiwan. Um, Taiwan is an island of mainland China, and um, it's a tropical island, and we have like two-thirds of mountains, uh, one that is planned. Um, where I grew up, the city is very westernized. Uh, you wanna probably can call it a developed city or country. Um, and the education, um, the people, the culture. I wanna say the education and also the system, the social society system is, is pretty westernized too. So when you say off of China, but it is not a Chinese country. When I say of the men in China, is probably is a ge geography. Yes, 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 yes. Not related. So it is a democratic government. Yes, yeah, it's, um, it's a de democratic. So you vote. Yeah, we vote. Yes, and you were born in Taipei, and it is beautiful, and beaches. We are very close to beaches. It's like thirty minutes drive. Uh, we are surrounded, the city itself is not surrounded by the ocean, but then the very close to the coastline. So it's like, it's like rivers run through. Um, we are surrounded by mountains. Um, really, I've been, I'm going to be honest, the city, even uh, skyline, is insanely awesome. So like, have, have you, you ever, ever seen Taipei here? 101? Mm -mm. It, up until like Dubai built their tallest building, Taipei 101 was like the tallest building in the world for a long time. It's so pretty awesome. So big, big cities. How many people live there? Do you know? 25, well, I want to say 2.6 million. Yeah. 2.6 million in Taipei. Yes. And you lived in Taipei, but it was surrounded by mountains and rivers. And you could get to the beach. Yes. <laughs> and what was the body of water you were in? The Indian Ocean? It's, um, the north is the East China Sea. And then we have a Taiwan Strait away, kind of separate us from the mainland China. And then we have the South China Sea. Like, it's like, south, we're kind of south against the South China Sea. I'm so ignorant. I would even just call that all F of the Indian Ocean. But really, it's the East China Sea when you're over on that. When you're east of, like, I'm picturing, like, the Triangle Dip of India. <laughs> After, and then afterwards, east. we'll show you over here. Oh, yeah. We have a map right here. I have right a map here. on my wall. Yes. So. Oh, yeah. So where where are you? You can just see it. Um, mm -hmm. It's an island and then on the east side of China. A little bit south. Oh, so it's, su yeah, so all, yeah, 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 yeah. I see how that's it the China like a sea. tiny uh, sweet potato. Everybody can <laughs> come and look uh, at Pastor Brian's wall to get a good example of this map that's floating. Um, yeah, so I was picturing it more by, like, Thailand, but it's way around that and over on the east. So kind of off by yourself, south of Japan. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so you grew up speaking Mandarin. Mandarin. So from China. Yeah, so it's the same as Chinese. Um, it has an official language, and we have a local dialect, that which my grandparents and my parents speak. Um, and what? who was in your house growing up? I have, um, we have a pretty small household. Um, my parents and I have a younger brother. My mother is uh, one of uh, five for her family, and the same for my um, for my father. And they came from the southern part of uh, Taiwan, so which is more like a poor um, area. But from Taipei, it's a four hours drive. So the big holidays, like Chinese New Year, we always go back and visit them and get together with my cousins and aunts and, and uncles. When you lived there. Or you go there now? Uh, you mean, do I go visit Do them? you go back now? I do try to go there like maybe once every year or mm -hmm. once every two years. Oh, that's so great. So yeah. they still live there and you go back to tropical paradise in our winter. <laughs> do you know, there, there are a lot of movies that will shoot... Well, Taiwan. it's really, it's, really beautiful. I feel right. like I have rich friends that have vacationed there. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, it's Sounds quite lovely. How long is the flight? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's uh, uh, 13 hours to 14 wait, 13 hours. hours? Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be longer. Oh, wait, do you go from California? Well, if I, they, um, they are direct flights flying out from Chicago now. So from Chicago to Taipei. 13 hours. No so kidding. 13, I would think that would be a lot more. Well, that is a lot though. So wait, so what time is it there now? It's, so it's going to be like 2 o'clock, 2 p.m., 2 a.m. in Taiwan. So almost 14, 14 hours difference. Hours. Yeah. I'm not good at the math. Okay. Um, wow. So yeah, so when do you speak to your parents? I spoke, I speak to my dad, we try to, yeah, we were like, either like around dinner time. Okay. And that's when he was, is having his breakfast. <laughs> so he's Sorry, having breakfast having at the next day. Mm -hmm. He's a day ahead yes, and you're is. eating dinner. That's just so funny, she right? the future. Yeah, you could totally <laughs> read the future. And right. what did your parents do growing up? My dad is an architect. Okay. And my mom stays home. Stay, okay. Yeah, stay home with us. And your brother lives where? He is living in Southern California now. Oh, okay. So how did you end up here? Well, so I went to Florida State for my master's degree in business. And my best friend from high school, she went to U of I um, in Champaign mm -hmm. for education, master's degree as well. And so I went to visit her, and after I graduated from Florida State, I was, I was trying to find a job, and then so I came here, I was thinking, here is a big city, and it's closer to my friends. Um, and then that's where I started in Chicago, like with Chicago. So did you do your bachelor's degree in Taiwan? Mm -hmm. And is that expensive there, or do you go free, or how does that work there? It's very affordable. Very like, affordable. I think maybe $300 or even less for a semester. Wow. So everybody really mm -hmm. goes to college in Taiwan? Or um, what would you say? Or no, that's inaccurate. 
Well, because I think there are options like where people like could go to like more like professional. Do you say like professional school? Like a trade school or professional school? school, Yeah. Yes. And instead of college, um, and then there are also the tests that you have. It's like ACT. You mm-hmm. have to um, meet certain grades to go into to get into college. So, but as long as you have that, you can go, and it's pretty affordable. Yeah, yeah. So it's not the financials shouldn't be an issue for you to stop you from going to a college. Yeah, that's so great. So then you did that there, and then what in the world gave you kind of the chutzpah to say I'm gonna go to Florida? Well, I have. I always believe like when I look back, I feel that it was a desire put in my heart by God. Like I always wanted to come to United States for no reason. Um, of course, U.S. is a very good country. Like you, we saw a lot of TV shows, um, TV shows on TV, um, really interesting culture. Um, very feel like very advancing a lot of perspectives, and so it was. And then English was taught as a second language at school for us. Um, so it was a desire for me. And then when I was applying for school. I didn't really think mu- like much. I was thinking, okay, California, East Coast and West Coast, mm-hmm. and then, um, and then God just put me in Florida State. So that's what so happened. So that's amazing. So did you grow up with a faith life? When you say like God gave that desire to you, did you have no. a faith in your parents' religion or no? So I grew up as um, so as a my family was more like a Buddhism, so okay. that Buddhist. Um, or local like local mm-hmm. religion. So we, the ninety percent of the people in um, Taiwan, they um, they they go to temple. Um, they have the idols. They worship, and then, so that's pretty much where or how I grew up with. Um, when I came to the states, I was. I didn't. I basically didn't have that much belief, like or faith in anything other than. Mm, maybe a little bit in the temples or gods I, uh, my parents took me to when I was little. Um, but then just, it's amazing. It's quite a journey when I look back, my faith journey. Um, after I came to Chicago, um, I was, I met a mutual friends and a couple and they invited me to a Taiwanese church. Now it's a Chinese church. And it was just amazing how the people at church so welcoming. They are so warm. Like it's very different from any people like I have met before in my life. And they took me in just just like like their daughter, mm-hmm. um, their family. Um, and I was going to and I started going to a small group which is led by a pastor's wife. And after a few months, she asked me, um, do you believe in Jesus? And I gave her a very honest answer. I say, I do believe God. I think there is a God. And when I look at the Genesis, the creation, I do believe. But I don't feel I need to believe in Jesus. And she, at that time, she gave me a very simplified answer. She said, well, Jesus is God. So you believe in God, you basically believe in Jesus. And I was thinking about it, I was like, okay. 
And then she asked me if I wanted to be baptized. And I was thinking, oh, sure, why not? So that's when、um, I became a Christian. But it took me another 10 years almost until I have a personal relationship with God, with Jesus. How, how old were you when you were baptized? 27. And actually, almost I, 30. Okay. And I love that you say, you know, it took me another 10 years to, to have、yes. that relationship because it's not, it,、yes. it, all of us are that exact same way. Like,、yes. we were, some of us were baptized when we were babies、yes. and we're still growing. We're always going to be growing in that relationship. So、right. um, that's awesome. I just can't even understand how open minded. And when I hear you tell that story, I feel like, oh, It wasn't even necessarily that you thought, I'm going to go and, and start a new faith. You just had friendship. Right. Yeah, right. like they just loved you. And so you saw that love, and that love kind of filled your heart, right? Yes, that's basically what it is. And I think that's amazing how、um, a lot of people, like you, they don't need to tell you about what they believe, but they're just being drawn by them to them. So、yep. they like, Just warmness and their joy or their openness, their friendliness. And so that was pretty much like the church I went to. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. And that was in the city? It was in Evanston. Okay, cool.、Yeah. Um, so you got your degree at Florida State in what? In business. And so then you moved up to Chicago where you knew the friend and you're going to church. And what are you doing with your degree? I, so before my, my degree in college is accounting. So I went to,、um, I found a job as an internal auditor with、uh, a chemical manufacturing company. And that's, that's pretty much a career for like the first or second career I had in the United States, in the US.、Um, and I worked for the company for seven years. And then I was, again, I was, I felt like a lot of like, twists and turns. I really、um, just kind of how God, I kind of draw the map.、Um, but then I, I felt like I wanted to switch my career to a career will help, which will help more people, like、mm-hmm. more practical way.、Mm-hmm. So I switched, I tried to switch to be a financial advisor. I quit my job and I prepared to be、um, a financial planner. And then a year after, I was pregnant. And then、um, and then I stayed home. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so back up. So, how did you meet your <laughs> husband? <laughs> I met my husband、um, through work. We work for the same company. He is a chemical engineer. He was a chemical engineer, and I was working、um, as an internal auditor. And we met actually like maybe three months after I started my job. And honestly, I really like him. The first sight, like, oh, I think he's so cute. He was so cute. He was like, it's like, You know, my dream, like,、Aww. and then, <laughs> and then, you know, I have to say,、forward. I don't know him that often, and we've <laughs> chatted, but he has a very, very warm face, right? Like, he's just very sweet. Yes. Yes. And then, um, and then, fast forward, 
was I took us a seven like six was it five years five years until we we were being put into um it's a factory the company's factory in China and for some reason we we went there for business the two of you on a trip yes so you see him Five years later, pretty much you're like <laughs> nothing is said. You don't talk to him. Would you say like you're shy? Well, yes, and maybe, or I, just you wouldn't have approached him. Well, I haven't approached him, and yeah. Then, um, and it was interesting because we were saw each other like at the parking lot. Mm-hmm. We saw each other like at company's party, mm-hmm. Christmas party. And I think once we even worked together for a day, just on a project, and then we had this conversation. I think we talk, and then I asked where he lives, and then he said he lives in Naperville. And I happen to know about Naperville a little. I thought like there, like Naperville is a wonderful city or town for only families. Yes. So I just assume he's married. Yes. He was married. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Move on. Right. How right. funny. Yes. And so then, then you go on this business trip and they say, well, you guys go to China. And how many other people are on this trip? So we, I would travel with my colleague from auditing, uh, internal auditing, audit, auditors group. And then he was there by himself um, for, uh, because I think they were building some equipment for manufacturing. And so there were maybe two, like three of us, three, four of us that we traveled from United States to there. And one night it happened that my colleague, he has some other arrangements and only two of us, so Gary and me, there were only two of us. I was like, okay, um, we are going to usually we'll go out together for dinner. Um, so, but then that day, only two of us. And then after, it was another funny, funny part. So during the dinner, he was calling another colleague. He was like, oh, Jeff, do you want to, we are here for the restaurant. If you are interested, please come over and join us. Like, he's totally not interested at <laughs> yeah. all, right? Why is because... he trying to get somebody else here? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then, um, and, but during, and then during that trip, I learned that he was single. And then, but then because he made that phone call, I yeah. was like, he wasn't interested. And then we had our dinner, the colleague didn't show up, and then we went to have another drink, the tea-ish, like, you know, at the hotel. There is a lobby or thing like at the hotel. And then before we were going to go back to our room, rooms, and then he was like, oh, we should get together and go out together after we go back to the United States. And then I was thinking, well, he was still not interested. Maybe he just wanted to hang out. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> and then fast forward, we went back to the U.S. And and it was me. I walked into his <gasps> office oh. and I said, do you still want to get together? Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> And then he was like, oh, sure, yeah, let's look at the day and the calendar. And at the time, I was thinking, you know, we're probably still going to be friends because he was not interested. And then, um, and then, so the first night, first day we went out, he was, he was interested. And then we, then we talk about, um, 
for some reason, I start talking about like, because I was I was I'm a Christian. I only I'm going to only date Christian. I'll go out with Christian, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm not a Christian." I'm like, "Okay, then that's going to be the end of it." Yeah. What is his faith? Well, he was raised as a Jewish. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right, and then so he was very honest. Say, "I'm a Jewish. I'm I was raised as a Jewish." Uh huh. And then I'm like, "Oh." This is not going anywhere. <laughs> so that was pretty much it. So then, how did you keep going, or how did you? You just said, "Well, the heart wants what the heart wants." Well, yeah. Um, I we I kind of put up a few stops. I was honest with I said, "Well, I have to pray.、Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is really a good idea."、Um, and then, so we I pray, and then. One day, when one night when I pray,、um, I was just very honest with God. I say I really like him,、mm-hmm. but if you want me, you don't think he is going to be the husband you have for me, I will just obey. I will just you know surrender. I will just submit to your will, and that's when God just fill my heart with this warm fuzzy feeling, like love. And I'm like, really? And I'm like, okay.、Um, let's see if we, you know, my family will approve. And then my my brother met him, and then he seems okay with him. And then my parents were at the Taiwan at、uh, that time, and I think they talked to my brother and trying to figure out, you know, how who Gary is and who is like.、Um, But then, long story short, my parents met him, and they really like him. That's awesome. Did you guys go there? Yes, we we did. You did that, and then when you got so wait, so I'm jumping ahead. But when you, did you get married、too. in Taiwan? Well, no, we didn't. Oh, we、mm. had reception in Taiwan. You did, and so I'm the super ignorant American. But I'm picturing like a really different kind of a wedding dress for you. So, were you? Do you wear like a white dress there, or what do you wear? This well, is such a girly、I'm, question. No, Sorry, Pastor not, Brian. No, it's not. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. Well, Now I do, I need to know. We do have an option where we can wear traditional clothes. I mean, traditional Taiwanese or Chinese. And then we also have options of Western、um, dresses. And the neat thing about、um, getting married in Taiwan is it's very convenient. You can go to a boutique, and then it has like、um, you can it's more like dresses as many as you want to rent, and you can put on different dresses that switch change on different、um, dresses throughout your reception or wedding.、Uh-huh. Oh wait, multiple. Multiple. How many did you wear? I think I probably wore three, <laughs> two or three. So you you get announced and you come out in one dress. And、yes. what color is that dress?、Um, I was wondering about colors too, because colors are sometimes I important. I think it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,、uh, but actually, we when we white is popular too. Okay. And then red too. Red. So, I was、yeah. thinking red、yeah. for China. So you came out in what color dress? I believe is pink. Pink, and then your second dress.、Um, not sure about. That's so funny. <laughs> and then you、Because、wore you a third dress. <laughs> How about this? I think so. Sometime、fun. we'll have to go through your phone and see pictures from your wedding because this、yes. is awesome. Yes, <laughs> this is cool. 
Yes. Yeah, so can what I, was can your I, side I, question? I have a side question because you said something because, you know, wondering how your family would receive Gary and, and him being Jewish. I'm curious, like, when, when you uh, became Christian and were baptized, uh, how did your family receive that at all? Just out of my own curiosity, did they have any issues or concerns with it? Um, I think my parents, they, they were pretty open about it. Um, because one thing in my culture is usually the sons are carrying the tradition. And because I'm a girl, so I have less restrictions on choosing my belief. Okay. So wife. some more freedom. Yes, as a single. But if I'm married, that could be a different. I, I just thought it was really beautiful the way you worded that, you know, when you prayed about who Gary was and kind of sought that wisdom and uh, understanding that I think God is bigger than the boxes we put God in. Mm-hmm. I think that's really powerful. And then, mm-hmm. like, just to hear your family's reaction to you and being supportive, that that's really cool. It is, yeah. yeah. And important, too, because, you know, you don't want that conflict between family or attention. So that's awesome. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. that was my side question. No, I love it. Um, I was going to circle back to part of that, too. Could you tell us maybe three things or three thoughts that you grew up with with the Buddhist belief system to kind of teach us? Sure. Um, or some of those favorite rituals that you think have like a richness for us too? Yeah. Um, I think um, it's very similar, but you go to temple and then you worship um, the models that are made by people. <laughs> And then you call them gods. Mm-hmm. And you believe that they have the power to grant you wishes. So you you kind of go there and you burn um, the incense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you give money and then you are hoping that your wishes will be granted. So is could wish be a synonym for prayer for us? Or no, it's kind of a different thought, a different feeling behind that. I think there's a difference, it's kind of exchange, right? Okay, okay. When you grant my, my wishes, I might give you the temple or you more money. Uh-huh. Um, and I also believe that um, there's a big belief is that what yeah, that good deeds, what do you call a coma? Karma. A karma. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So yeah. what you put out there will come back to you. Right. And mm-hmm. then if you are suffering, that means that you did something bad mm. in the previous life. Mm-hmm. And then you have to do something to correct it. And then so it's it's not really, I feel it's, and that people, it, it's uh, really much like the uh, the caste system in the, India. You the feel, caste system, yeah, right. You feel like you couldn't really do much. Move but, out of it. Right. Move above yourself right. because you're in that lower caste. Yeah, it is interesting. Like, did, did really wealthy people design that to be comfortable in who they were? So right. that if you are less than me in your financial status, you are less than me kind of yeah. in value, which is interesting, right? Yeah. Right. And then because the Buddhist, I, I believe Buddhism is coming from India too. So I think it's they just how they uh, explain when they see you know, wealthy people living comfortable and you have poor people, that's the way how they, I believe that, I think they've created that belief mm-hmm. to yep. explain the system. I mean, sure, how, sure. And the, the best way that I describe it too is, um, 
you know, for Hinduism and Buddhism, uh, there, there are a lot of similarities and then a lot of differences. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's hard is um, that like we, we, we say we are Christian and then we organize ourselves as Lutheran under like that theological mm-hmm. lens. There's not that kind of organization in Buddhism. Uh, Hinduism, it's very much communities. And in Buddhism, I think, is in some ways very similar as well. But um, there's there's not just, they, they wouldn't say that they're a part of the the system. It's just how they describe themselves, their belief as a people would be as a Buddhist, but they don't necessarily have the structure that we we do because it's it's so big and in, in, in different in different areas. Mm-hmm. So like they don't have... Um, like the the Catholic Church has the Pope. They don't. Well, Buddhists will different sects too have have a Dalai Lama have a leader. But you just need to know that like it is it's different in different areas. Yeah, um, I feel like you have such a better world view and a perspective that's richer than maybe someone like me who has only lived in one country in the world. What are some things that you could share? Um, for people that live in the United States of America to be a little bit less um, ethnocentric or, you know, like that we could be more aware of the worldview or a, a different perspective that you could share with us. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel that our faith really kind of brings like us together. And I wouldn't say that people here don't have the worldview. I think if we all follow really, um, you know, the biblical teaching, I think we are very kind of, we are very open heart to like, you know, to the different cultures and different people and people with different backgrounds. And of course, like when we, I mean, everyone is coming from different backgrounds, and even just, even I shouldn't say just, but even a city, you will feel like United States. But I feel it's we are all the same. We all come with very rich backgrounds and life stories and to contribute. So. You're so kind and generous. I love no, it. I <laughs> know. That's really beautiful. Unique. Because, like, everybody has worth. Everybody has a story. I know, it, but like, I just so. think seeing different parts of the world can really uh, – we don't all have that privilege, but I just think that can really enrich in how you can – and see that everybody is different but just as great, right? Yeah. Where all have you been? So you grew up in Taiwan. You visited China on business. Where else have you been? Well, for work – um, when I was working as an internal auditor, we uh, the company has a plans in Brazil, Mexico, France, Germany. And so you went Poland, to all these places? England, yeah. Wow, that's really exciting. So Brett's best friend travels a ton. And he went to somewhere in Brazil, I think San Paulo. Is that mm-hmm. where like yeah. there's a ton of poverty and it's west of Rio, right? So he tells a story about how they said, you need to get, don't wear your watch because the difference between wealth and poverty is really extreme. And they said, you need to give four hours to get to the airport. But it was the same distance that he drives from like Downers Grove to O'Hare. So he was like, this is crazy. And they were like, no, 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 we promise you. So he listens, he gets in the car, 
He sits in traffic for four hours, so much so that vendors, people selling hot dogs, chargers, <laughs> are walking up and down the highways yeah. in the city because everybody's just stuck in traffic, which tip. I mean, just from the outside looking in, maybe if you don't have the vendors, you would be moving slightly faster. But I just thought that was such an interesting difference. Could you imagine being on 55, headed into the city, and people are like, hot dogs, get your hot dogs. We had the exact same experience in Mozambique. Okay. When uh, we landed, you know, all these different flights, finally in um, uh, a town called Barra, which was... 80% 80% at least destroyed by some cyclones last year mm. uh, or t- a year and a half ago. So Barra, that drive from Barra to the city of Chamoyo is a straight drive. And it literally here in the United States would take 45 minutes. It took over four and a half hours. Oh, wow. And it, it wasn't traffic there. It was just the lack of roads. Even though you're kind of on this highway thing, it's just insane but people selling things people out oh always like well because you're forced off the road and so you're off this trail at certain times and there are plenty of vendors but yeah it it, i there there but you need to see the world like that like it's it's um you need to see uh how um different it is how challenging just like we would say, oh, but just drive 45 minutes and you can have a job. I drive 45 minutes every day and it's it's not that simple. We have a lot of privilege and mm-hmm. um, things here that others don't have the ability to have. Yeah. Wait, did you say where do you want to go? Where would you want to go that you haven't been able to go yet? Oh, I didn't, oh. but please. You would all totally ask that question. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Marnie. <laughs> I don't really. But if I really can go... Um, and probably Israel will be on my list just because yeah. they want to see, yeah. 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 <laughs> the Middle East, I've heard, is beautiful. Right. Yeah. So you've been to Europe. You've been to South America. Wait. So North America, South America, Europe. Have you been to Africa? And Asia. No, you oh, can go to Mozambique have, with us. You yes. only have a oh, couple yeah. more continents, oh, and you could be on all seven. <laughs> Jeepers. Yeah. That's really amazing. Um, okay, so now tell us about your sweet little boy. Oh, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he is four and a half years old, and he's just such a joy. Yeah, it's um, it's amazing how... That being a mother, that I didn't really realize how many blessings could we just shower through a little boy to, to me and also to my husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he is, he's really he just he demonstrates a lot of traits that I don't have, and I don't know if Gary has. Like what? <laughs> like he is really forgiving. I think Gary is very forgiving too, and then he is, and then Alice is very um, courageous in a way that he wouldn't, he would, he it doesn't bother him to walk up to him in front of people and then start talking a little yes. bit. He was not afraid to raise his hands. I saw that a lot in a lot of children. But because I, personally, I don't want to like, please don't see me. But <laughs> I would, yeah, you wouldn't want to speak in front right. of people. Right. I would yes. have never given him that description because I, I thought you, my experience of Alex is he is such a reflection of, of you and Gary. Oh, cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he's there when you guys are serving hospitality. He's, yeah, he's so He's there. He's, help, he's a helper. And oh, I love yeah, it. He is a, a server. 
yes, he is. He loves to help, and then he also is very observant. He's always like watching, and then he will tell us some details, and so yeah. And do、wonderful. you speak to him in Mandarin? Yes, I do. You do. Yeah. And then Gary cannot speak Mandarin. That's correct. So do you tell secrets? That would be a heck of a hide and seek game. You could be like, "Go hide here in Mandarin," and then Gary's like, "I don't know what you guys are saying. I'm never gonna find the kid." Yes, yes, yeah, he said that. And Gary is very gracious. So we talk about. I say because first of all, Chinese or Mandarin is my first language. It's easier for me to speak Mandarin、mm-hmm. to Alex, and and then Gary is totally okay with that. And then, even though there are only three of us, when I speak Mandarin, he's totally out of like I don't know what you. He guys picks up on、thinking. some of it. I was no, just、right? gonna say, do you think? No, <laughs> he doesn't understand anything. I might, I might know more Mandarin than Gary. Then. Yes, <laughs> I know I mean, Ni Hao. Yes, Ni Hao. Hello. Yeah. That's all. I But you、know. need to be careful too on how you bend on how you bend your pitch because that sure matters.、I、didn't say it.、Right. Shisha is thank you. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I I I made、so、Tracy listen to all the Mandarin words that I know、yes. at a party we went to a, f- a few weeks ago. So so he only knows like ten words. Yes, maybe around that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it is a very different sounding language. So I think for our ear as English speakers, it What, is what's challenging. The, what's the local dialect then that you learned? Was that Taiwanese or、mm-hmm, okay? Taiwanese. Because、okay. I know like in- oh, so Taiwanese is a type of Mandarin. So it's a local dialect.、Yeah. So when you say dialect, I think I I taught second grade yesterday, and that was our word dialect. I think I maybe said it wrong because I was saying dialect was like we call a drinking fountain a drinking fountain, but people in Wisconsin call it a bubbler. Oh, is that、okay. dialect? No. So. <laughs> <laughs> It, oh, I, well, I, I just, just taught twenty just, kids the I, wrong thing. No, I I was guessing it, maybe it's how it's written compared to how it's said. But no, dialect is how it, how it's said. So, for instance, the, it, it's just another way to say another language. Like yes, it's it, it, yeah, it, but like slang. Like, well, Taiwanese is different than. Than Mandarin,、yes. and so hello. It, how do you say hello? Hello in Taiwanese. Oh,、uh, maybe you don't know actually, because、right. it's、uh, it, an older generation would have yeah, spoken that compared can, to right. I can um, but I can give you an example, like a few words I know. So like grandparents, like grandma, in Mandarin will be, 奶奶 and in local dialogue will be 阿妈 Yeah. Oh, totally. But just、language. like drinking fountain and bubbler. Yeah, but it's not a different language. But yeah. But then Actually, I literally taught everyone the wrong thing. No, but you might be right. That, that, let、yeah. me give you some room for for possibly being right because we were really confusing to the Slovaks because in the front office they would say something like "hold your horses" and they're like,、yep. they like "Why、so、would I hold dialogue, my horses?" Right. Right. But hi, <clears throat> hello,、cool. howdy. Yeah. No, that's not dialect. I don't know. Maybe it is. Ooh, Maybe、okay. it is. I always understood. I just know that、um, in in Asian cultures and or even in Africa too, you can get、um, like I watch YouTube videos of people who will go in and first speak English and like you'll see them struggle and then all of a sudden they'll speak that local dialect, and you get so much street. But、cred. local language. Local language. 
language. You get street cred yeah, because so all of a sudden you can communicate directly, communicate. But however, like Taiwan, for instance, uses Mandarin more like as as like a main oh, language. Sure, yes. English would be a second language, and so not everybody's going to know English too. That's but a generational you would say thing. Most well, we. At school, we were taught English as a second language throughout. For my for my case, it was starting in junior high, oh, and then for okay. now the younger for the kids are in school, the newer generation. I think they started at grade school. So even yeah. closer. But do your parents know English? They they learn English. From like as high school, uh -huh. the junior high and high, okay. high school. Okay, so I, they can communicate with Gary. Well, there's a difference yeah. between like you can read, yeah. and right. write, and from you can have a conversation. Right? Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine uh, having that. They always say like once you dream in that language you really genuinely know it is that true do you feel like like have you ever dreamed in english yeah. or do you feel like, like you dream in mandarin like a lot a, a long, long a long time a long uh, time living here thank mm. you for saying that marnie i i love i i think i've heard that before but that's that's awesome as soon as you're like that would that would be so hard to do all of a sudden <laughs> and then to realize oh that dream was in english and I, that, that's why did I you admire wake somebody. up knowing that like oh my goodness i just dreamt in english well, yes. Oh, yeah, because it was like, that's weird. Why was I talking in that language? Yeah, I can't even imagine because I have i don't know another I just think it's like intelligent. That. Like, I, Very I tip my hat when, same. yeah, you know multiple languages, yeah. Well, and I think it it's, this is, I think, a perfect illustration of your story. You had this heart that was open-minded to try a new country. Then you come to a new country and you have this crazy open mind and heart to engage in a new faith and then the crazy open heart to be in a relationship with somebody you thought you weren't you know i don't know in quotes supposed to be with and i don't know you, and then open to learn language and experience it you just i think that would be my word for you is open i would agree and you know if you if you want to see tracy and and her family what I think doing something very authentic that comes naturally to them. Like they are part of our hospitality team. And I think part of that reflection, Marnie, is they're here making sure that someone feels opened and welcomed when they come through our doors. Just, just the way they treat our, my own family. It's, mm -hmm. it's just incredible. It's, it's a friendship, a relationship. And yeah, I think it's a, a wonderful reflection of, of God's love. So. I, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm you. so glad you're a part of our community. Oh, you're welcome. Thank I'm you so much for coming. Yeah, you're thanks, welcome. Tracy. Is there anything I missed? No, nothing. She's anything glaring? You're so awesome. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> Thank so you. much. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.